My name is John Machado, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. Earlier today, I posted a video on my parlor as well as Facebook uh, from the Shadow Priest. It's a four-minute video that details the connections uh, between Margaret Sanger, Planned Parenthood, the DNC, Black Lives Matter movement, the uh, mainstream narrative of racism, as well as the mainstream acceptance of abortion. As I said, it's about a four-minute video. It's uh, really well done. Um, I'm really impressed by the whoever shot the video as well as the editing. Um, really very good. You can find it, as I said, on my parlor and my Facebook accounts. Um, I'm following him on Instagram. Uh, again, it's the Shadow Priest. Uh, you may have heard me talk about him before. This is my spiritual guide, my priest, uh, and also one of my best friends. Very good man, um, priest, uh, friend, and uh, this is one of my most trusted sources when it comes to all things Catholic, uh, as well as uh, some insightful pieces of information when it comes to uh, the infiltration of the Catholic Church by way or by the Illuminati, as well as uh, their uh, catalyst being communism. So go check that out. Uh, like it, share it, subscribe, because um, you could certainly use uh, your support. What's uh, even cool about it is that you're going to hear the voice of the person who is going to be doing the uh, uh, narration of the audiobook for my book, The Weapon. So go check that out and uh, see for yourself. Uh, I think you'll enjoy it. All of that being said, um, there's a couple of things. One, uh, this comes from a joke uh, made by Joe Rogan, and uh, I don't, I don't mean to look too far into a joke because you don't need to. Um, at, but at the same time, I think that this is something that's telling of our society especially when it comes to uh, the little girls that are being raised. And something that I think has been also bothering me about these Hunter Biden um, videos, sex tapes and, and uh, still frames that are being leaked out. Also understanding that both his 14-year-old niece as well as, uh, what is her name, Malia? O'Biden? O'Biden. Obama, so um, Barack Obama's daughter, or Barry Satoro's daughter, whichever one you want to call it. Um, what bothers me about this, and it's I think what bothers any good father, is you know the idea of you know their daughters uh, losing their innocence or any, anything along that. I think that's I think that's always been the worry for for good fathers, right? Why we would. Um, show, you know, new boyfriends, you know, our gun collection or knife collection or, or, uh, you know, threaten to, uh, skin them alive in front of their family or something to that effect. <laughs> that escalated quickly. And there's a joke, uh, from Joe Rogan that I don't think was especially funny, but I know that he was, he was telling a joke because he was, uh, doing standup. Um, 
when I heard him say this. But the joke is going to be more so of a uh, paraphrasing by me. And it was that he couldn't talk to his, I think, six-year-old girl at the time, his six-year-old daughter at the time, so he needed to get stoned. And Joe Rogan started smoking pot late in his life. Um, and so he's went, he went, you know, overblown, far left. I think he's from Massachusetts, right? He's from Boston, which is liberal. Shockingly, that it doesn't make any sense to me, or maybe it should, and I just don't, I, I refuse to understand it that way. I always grew up understanding that liberals were pussies. And what's funny is, one of the guys that I'm wanting to get on the podcast from New York, um, I heard him explain it the same way to me. He was like, he, he, he'd never really been into politics, and he was like, so this is where I stand when it comes to politics. And uh, he even mentioned... The best that he knows, because he even asked me, like, what is conservative, conservatism? And, uh, you know, I explained it the way that I did. And he was like, I just always understood it that liberals basically meant pussies. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> yes, dude, you got it. But Joe was born and raised in Massachusetts and ended up living in California. So <clears throat> both very liberal areas. And like I said, I mean, he grew up in combat, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, coming up through combat in, or combat training, martial arts and Taekwondo, which uh, he realized at one point or another was a fucking joke to a, to a degree. Um, you need to add wrestling or jujitsu in there in order for Taekwondo to be, you know, worth the shit. Um, but no matter, I mean, long story short, Joe is liberal. And when I heard him tell this, like, something in me didn't, it, it right away didn't like how he said it. And it didn't, I didn't like the idea that he had to get stoned in order to talk to his daughter. And his premise was that a grown 30-something or early 40-year-old man or whatever doesn't have anything to relate with a six-year-old little girl. And that's my problem. And I think that's the problem of society, or at least what society has has morphed into. And what I'm getting at is, he does. He has far more than he he, he understands um, that he relates with his daughter. And what I mean by that is, almost as much as a mother, a father is needed. I mean, this is something that I've been saying for a very long time. And... Um, and especially as I've said about it with uh, the black community is that you need your father. And why would a little six-year-old girl, how could she relate to her father? Well, he needs to play with all the kins and the, the, the male action figures or whatever it may be. He needs to show her his feeling of ickiness if she tries to make him play with a Barbie or play with anything that is girly. And it doesn't mean that you need to insult her and make her feel bad or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. But you need, she needs to see where those lines are between a boy and a girl. Like, I don't give a fuck how society 
feels and how people may say, oh, guys can wear pink and all this other bullshit. No. I refuse to play ball with that fucking faggot game. <laughs> My boy has grown up understanding that, that boys wear blue, girls wear pink. Boys don't wear pink. Boys don't have ponytails, although obviously there's some exceptions. William Wallace had long hair. <laughs> but that's like a, a, something that doesn't really need to be said. It's like, all right, that's kind of cool. You know, Thor was pretty cool. But his hair was still kind of girly. But Thor was pretty cool. You know what I mean? Like, there's a, a gray area that you need to walk into. But your kids need to understand that. And for your girls, your little girls, I've got a little girl. And I play, she's got a, um, a beast toy. Like, you know, Beauty and the Beast. She's got a beast. And then she has, uh, from Frozen, the good guy with the, the elk, whatever his fucking name is. I give him an Australian accent and I give the beast a Scottish accent. And that's, it's working on my accents that I focus on more, but I mean, I still obviously play with the toys and stuff. And, um, I make the two guys like fight and stuff, you know, and, and she, she battles and all this other fun stuff too. So she gets that. She, what I'm getting at is the men first off need to be there. The fathers need to be there, but they also need to teach the girls what manliness is. They need to see that from you. Don't fucking put on makeup. Don't put on fucking painting or a, a, a nail polish or any shit like that. If you've done it, I'm not going to shit on you. But don't do it. Like you need, They need to see where those lines are. They need to see that you're a man and men do this. You know, men do these things. And there shouldn't be any confusion, right? Like I said, I'm not trying to get on anybody if that's what you've done before or whatever it may be. I, I just have my daughter make me food when we're playing with the kitchenette stuff, you know? I'll just be like, you know, because it's, I don't want to play with it. Uh, I think Gavin McGinnis uh, has said it a few times where it's like, we just don't have the patience that women have, and I don't. And I feel bad, you know, after a day of work or whatever it may be that I've gone through, like, I really don't feel like sitting down and playing playing um, kitchen, you know, uh, or playing with their dollies and stuff like that. I mean, Legos, I can get into Legos for a minute, you know, and building her girly Legos or whatnot, I don't think that that's necessarily bad because you're not really going, ooh, I want the pink ones or anything like that. Um, and I hope I'm explaining this right. I mean, at the end of the, at the end of the day, your kids shouldn't be confused about this type of shit. They need to understand the differences between a male and a female. And you are the only one that can show them what a man is. Your wife can't. She can kind of tell them some stuff. Or, or the mother can't. They can tell them a little bit. They can't show them, as a man, what a man is. And they need to understand that. Both, women, both little girls and little boys. And they need their father to show them that. They need their father to show them how to treat women, how to open doors, how to carry the groceries in, you know what I mean? How to cook meat, 
how to, uh, to, how, how to handle stress, how to calm down the mom, you know, how to be a cuddly bear, and also that you'll protect them. So they need to see you get a little mad at shit from time to time, you know? Like, people people get all bent out of shape and shit, and, you know, CP, you, got, you hear about CPS and all that other stuff about, like, dads having tempers and shit. They need to see that. They need to see that you have that in you, that you'll fucking snap, and, you know, if some little boy or, or boyfriend or some shit... Uh, does something to them, they need to see that you will be willing to go and break that kid in half. You know, I'm not saying to lose your shit all the time and yell at them or nothing like that. I'm just saying they need to have trust in you. They need to see what a man is all about. And yeah, men get mad from time to time and throw some shit. Maybe beat up a computer with their bare fucking hands. Now my daughter never had to see that. But, you know, again, they don't need to see that shit all the time. They don't that and, and they don't need to see it that often. But they need to understand who dad is. Not only that, but dad is the punisher. You know what I mean? And I don't mean <laughs> the punisher from the comic books. I mean the one who carries out the punishment. And that should be the structure at home. Moms don't spank very hard. It's just what it is. You know, dads do. <laughs> I was, I remember when my mom spanked me, I think I only got spanked twice by my mom. And this might be a reason that a lot of moms and grandmas, when I hear about grandmas doing it, I'm just like, where were the parents? But anyway, I digress. Um, it must be why, you know, they used spoons because it was, it would hit harder. My mom spanked me, I want to say twice. I can't remember the one other time, but the, the one time I can remember, I laughed I couldn't help it, dude. And I'm dead serious. I could not help it. My mom spanked me, and it was nothing. It was not, And I laughed. And then I heard those fucking famous words that a lot of us have heard. Just wait till your father gets home. And my heart sunk into the abyss. I was fucking petrified. And this was back when my dad was good. You know, my family was together. I was the most mm, uh, foundationally strong. So I know what I'm talking about when kids come from broken homes and that foundation is broken and it's harder to deal with shit. You know, it's what my son's going through right now and it fucking tears me up because I never wanted it for him. And I don't want it for your kids or anybody else. But it is where we are right now. You know, and that's why I try so hard. Fuck, I'm missing my turn. It's why I, I constantly try to get people to be picky and to get into, into relationships that they're going to stay in, you know. <clears throat> but yeah, I remember my dad got home that day and whooped my ass. Holy fuck. It didn't take a lot of whoopings for me. I probably had anywhere between five to ten spankings in my life. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that I was pretty, pretty smart pretty early on to understand, like, don't fucking upset the big man. Because <laughs> he will whoop your ass and it will hurt. And it did, man. Oh, God. I hated getting spankings. 
I was so glad whenever I, and I didn't even remember when it grew out. I think I was probably still worried into my teens that he would whoop my ass. <laughs> Uh, I never really knew when I grew out of it. I didn't know when I could even kick my own dad's ass until I was about 20 years old. You know, me and him were wrestling around and I, and you just know, you can feel that change in power. And uh, I think, I think good sons don't exploit that. You know, we certainly aren't going to tell our fathers, hey, I can kick your ass. You know, you just, you know, and then you don't say anything. You just fucking, all right. You know, and over so much time, you finally will take over for for uh, protecting the family or whatever it may be. You know, so. I mean, my dad had been through that. Uh, he was he was a tough son of a bitch, man. He went through. He almost died. Um, I don't know if I've told this story. I assume that I have. Uh, I almost wasn't born. My father got into a terrible uh, motorcycle accident when he was 26 or 27. Um, he got with my mom when he was still in the casts for it. Somebody pulled out in front of him in a, in a limousine and uh, he was riding his motorcycle and cracked into, like T-boned it um, and flipped over the hood of it a few times. Not the hood, but like the very top of it, you know. Um, flipped over that a few times, landed, I don't know, 50 feet from the car, skid a while, uh, broke his leg. I think broke both legs, broke one of his arms, his ulna, I think it was, his radius or his ulna on his right arm, uh, flew out, they could never replace it, they had to take bone off of his hip and, and put it into his arm, and all sorts of crazy shit, so, uh, he's, he's always been in pain and whatnot, but that left hand of his, man, and he was left-handed, so it worked out, I guess, to a degree for him, but, uh, that left hand was fucking severe, <laughs> I can tell you that much, it was the biggest arm I have ever seen, like his right arm, it wasn't like he was like, you know, gimpy or whatever. I mean, you could see a difference, but uh, he was pretty fucking normal. And uh, except for that left arm was like the biggest left arm I've ever seen. And uh, man, when, when he's fucking, holy shit, it hurt so bad. <laughs> but it was good for me. Like there was shit, like I know I, sh I talk shit about my dad from time to time, but uh, there were good parts about him too. You know, uh, it wasn't all bad. So, and I'm glad I grew up. I mean, it's weird to, to understand who my father was before he was my dad and to understand that like he was trying to live two, two lifestyles, uh, which is what I think led to, uh, the divorce, but he was like a fucking hippie, you know, he was like a hippie dippy. He wasn't full fledged hippie, but you know, he liked smoking pot. He liked playing drums. Um, he was in a fucking rock band, it was like a punk rock band, I've never gotten punk, like, Gavin McGinnis talks about punk all the time, I'm not into punk, I was never into punk, you know, I didn't even like Green Day, I was just like, ah, it's not my style, it's too speedy, you know, um, and same with country, it was weird to see him go from kind of classic rock to like punk, to the punk rock, and then classic or hard rock, it was, he was never into like hard metal, and then into country, and it was just like, ugh, you know? I didn't like any of that shit. Like, I'm Deftones, 311, reggae, and fucking uh, hard rock and shit like that. You know, classic too. Like, that's where we, we get together, uh, is on classic rock, you know? He's into country, I'm into bluegrass, you know? And he was kind of like a cowboy to a degree at some point when he was younger, so he returned back. To, it's just weird. And then when he was my dad, he was like fucking conservative dad, you know? Like hunting and fishing and doing all this stuff that guys do and then 
fucking met, you know, him and my mom got a divorce. She broke his heart. He changed. And then he got with uh, the fucking devil. <laughs> the spawn of Satan. But uh, enough of that. Um, but yeah, you need to, one, be a good father, right? That's that's number one. You need that intent behind everything is to be a good father and to be there. And on top of that, with your kids, Jill Rogan, yeah, you don't need to get stoned to hang out with kids. I'm not saying don't ever, you know, if you're stoned or whatever, or talking shit. But well, certainly shouldn't be all the time. Um, I don't like getting stoned around my kids. I like enjoying them, like, and understanding them and, and understanding the moment. I like getting stoned at night, you know, and just fucking hanging out after the kids go to bed or whatever it may be. But, um... For Joe Rogan to, to, like, explain it that way, that's what bothered me, is that, like, oh, man, like, you don't even want to, like, attempt to understand. And, again, I know I'm looking a little too far into the joke. I'm sure that's not how it actually is. I'm sure he does love his daughters and he's around them and stuff like that because it does seem like Joe's a functioning person. Um, but it, I think that's something that society has been teaching us is that, like, fathers don't need to teach girls that. And no, absolutely not. F fucking argue that all day. Uh, excuse me, I had to finish my <coughs> drink. Oh, is that good? But, um, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> um, check out the Shadow Priest video that I was talking about. I think you'll enjoy it. Hopefully I explained what I was talking about, <laughs> how I wanted to, um, or at least got it across to you, how, how I wanted it to come across. I'm home. Be accountable. Be responsible. Don't be a liberal.